What's up, fabulous people, and welcome to Real Fabulous Marketing. This is the place where you'll hear stories of real fabulous people to inspire you and also get some amazing marketing strategies that will help you stand out from the crowd, particularly online. I can't wait to do this with you. Let's dive in. Hey there, I'm your host, Miranda Ivy, and welcome to the final episode of Real Fabulous Marketing in 2022. I am hot off a flash mob dance performance with the cassettes, the 80s dance troupe that I am part of, where we performed, uh, you know, an unexpected welcome surprise at the Byron Bay Farmers Markets yesterday morning. And after last week's episode where I talked all about my mistakes in 2022, yes, I made a few more yesterday, but performing live in front of an audience always makes you remember that as long as you smile and act like it's meant to be part of the performance, everything is going to be a-okay. So as we move to the final throws of this year, I am working on my end of year ritual workshop, which is on Monday, the 12th of December at 7 p.m. If you'd like to jump on in, of course, head to the show notes or my socials and book yourself a ticket. But of course, I like to give you an insight as to what I'm doing even if you can't make it to the workshop on this podcast. So I thought as we move to the end of this year, I would love to have a chat around success, redefining success, and also maybe some of those like, um, just like a kind of like last week with my mistakes episode, sort of looking back to what happened over the past year, but also how we can use that as a turning point or as a motivation to do things a little bit differently next year. In redefining success, I thought it would be good to look up what success really does mean because I feel like it has been somewhat bastardized. It has been changed. There is only one way of success out in the world, which is making lots of money, living in a really big house, having a giant carbon footprint, and uh, all of that doesn't necessarily sit right with me. So I thought I'd look it up because what else is Google for aside from looking up things? And I found it really interesting to know that success, the archaic meaning of it, was actually the good or bad outcome of an undertaking. So success didn't necessarily mean the good outcome. It could also mean a bad outcome. Finding out what happened could be successful. I like that. And the more commonly, sort of the more common, more recent definition, thanks to Google, is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. With an example of there is a thin line between success and failure. Ah. Good to know that there's a very thin line. We can walk in between it. But the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, it doesn't say making seven figures, does it? It doesn't say buying a really fancy car or all of those things that social media seems to tell us what success is. So today's episode is all about redefining success and having a look back over 2022 and what you did, and also sort of maybe thinking about a new definition of success for yourself in 2023. So if you've uh, been following me, if you've listened to this podcast, you'll know that I often like to 
do some annual review questions and it will be part of my workshop on Monday night as well. We'll dig a little bit deeper. But um, last year, I think I gave you two if you want to look back for that episode. But this year, I've got five annual review questions for you. So let's kick off. Grab a pen and paper. Uh, if you're driving, maybe you can just have a think about it. Maybe you can pause this and speak aloud what your answer is rather than trying to think about it. Okay, I'll, I'll stop this and I'll try and think about it when I get home. Actually speaking aloud, the answers can have its own power. It can release things into the void. We don't have to think about them anymore. Uh, but you know, either or grab a pen and paper or just pause as they come through. So the first uh, annual review question, and it's all on our journey to redefining success in 2023, is what were my best decisions this year? What decisions were my just like, oh, I am so happy I said yes to that. I am so happy I made that happen. If you've uh, listened to a few episodes of this podcast, you'll know that I am so happy that I went to my friend's wedding in New York. I mean, that was a pretty huge decision and I could have yeah, talk about a thin line between success and failure, a yes or a no. It was definitely wavering on the edge for a little while there. But uh, you know, what other decisions have been really great for you this year? Some of my other best decisions has been really deciding to uh, raise more money for charity. One of my best decisions was the fact that I put together this flood auction to help people after the floods, raising over $14,000. And since then, I've done a couple of other efforts in terms of fundraising to the point where I've actually raised over $15,000 this year for charity and also donated another six hundred. dollars I mean, how cool is that that I can even say that? I never would have thought I'd say that at the start of this year. So sorry, go back to you. What were your best decisions? Maybe pause this, maybe have a little bit of a journal, have a little bit of a think. As both of those examples didn't necessarily relate to my work. So I would love for you to also have a think about things that may not necessarily relate to your work. It could relate to your health and well-being. Maybe you made some really great decisions around your time and how you spend it. Maybe you made some great decisions around the people that you spend your time with. There's so many ways to think about this question. So keep going, try and come up with at least 10. So the next question is kind of on the flip side of that, which is what were the decisions that cost me time and money? This is the bit where you might go, oh, I wish I hadn't done that, or I wish I hadn't signed up to that course, or I really shouldn't have taken on that client. And just have a look just have a go at writing those down and have a think about how they happened whilst you do that because often there's a reason why we do something that costs us time and money maybe we're sort of not in the right headspace maybe we're undercharging maybe we're over delivering just have a little look as you write through that list as to what why you made those decisions just so you know what they were and as you move into the new year, the new you, I would love for you to look at that list and to also just forgive yourself for everything on that list and to let it go. 
There is no reason why you need to ruminate on those things any longer because they're in the past and we can move on as we move into a new year. So write down what were the best decisions that cost you time and money, why they happened, and also as you go through that list, review it again and just give yourself uh, a forgiveness practice. You know, I forgive you and I'm letting it go. Something as simple as that. Now, we look forward into 2023. And what are the results you want most in the next year? I love planning. I love, you know, thinking big. I love thinking like, what's something wild and different? If you've listened to a few episodes recently, I've been talking about experiments. I've been talking about doing things differently. So what are the results you want most in 2023? Again, it doesn't necessarily have to be career and work related. It could be just about anything. Maybe one of the results you want to do is to be able to run five kilometers or take up a new hobby, make some new friends or start dancing more or start watching more fun television shows. Because you know that when you watch fun television shows, you're in a really great, happy state of mind. You're laughing more and you want more results like that in your life. Like it could just be anything. So go wild. I'm going to say 10 again, but if you want more than 10, go for it. This is your time to have a bit of fun. The next question to write down or speak aloud your answers is, how will I know when I achieve them? And I want you to be a little bit specific here because it's quite vague to be like, oh, I want more money uh, in my business next year. But how will you know when you've achieved it? Like, is it when you're looking at your bank account online and you see a certain figure or you're looking at your online booking system and you're saying, wow, there's so many people booked in. Or maybe you're at the point where you need to hire more staff or maybe you're at the point where you are like you've walked a really long way You're on top of a hill or a mountain, you're really sweaty, you're looking out over the ocean, but you've climbed this really far away that you had no idea you would be able to do it. This point, this point as we move into December, um, December 2022, but you didn't know that by the end of like 2023, you would be able to do that. But that's, that's how you'll know you've achieved it. Maybe you'll know that you've achieved the results that you want by knowing that you are like hopping on a plane and about to go on a holiday somewhere that you've booked and paid for yourself and you're not taking your laptop like talk about an achievement or maybe you are taking your laptop and you're going on a sabbatical or you're giving yourself a really wonderful weekend away just to be creative and juicy and alive and all of the fun stuff like there are so many ways that we can have fun with this and so many ways that you can know that you have achieved that result. Part of what uh, we'll be doing in the end of your ritual workshop is really kind of embodying some of those results so that we know what it feels like in our bodies. So that we're really lit up and it's a beautiful technique that I uh, have learned as part of my um, neuro-linguistic programming training that I, whenever I bring it out in a workshop, everyone's just like, ah, oh, I just want to stay there forever. 
So I want that for you too. So just really have fun with how you know, like how, what are you looking at? What's around you? Be really specific when it comes to knowing what those results are. And finally, this is a wonderfully short and sweet episode today because, you know, why not? And uh, we've all, you know, as I said, you might be pausing this and reflecting and writing as you do it. Um, Or maybe you're just writing the questions down to come back to. And that is, what are the characteristics of that person who is achieving those results? Like, what are the characteristics? Like, what do they know about themselves? What do they believe about themselves? What have they been doing on a regular or daily basis between now and that point in order to make that happen? For example, if it is walking up a really big hill or going on a really long walk, maybe you've got, maybe you're starting to go for some walks in your local area. Maybe you're thinking of like, oh, I haven't done that trail walk. I'd like to give that a go. And okay, that might take me that amount of time. Maybe that'd be a good way to set myself up for the next bigger walk that I'm really planning on. What are the characteristics of that person who is achieving those results? Same with, you know, you're booking that holiday for yourself with or without your laptop. Uh, but what is that person doing? Like, what have that, what, what do they know about themselves? What have they been doing to get to that point? How do they know, you know, what were they thinking about themselves as they went through the motions of booking that holiday or thinking about where to go? And what did they really start to embody and, you know, put into action on a regular basis? Because this is how we make big dreams happen. We visualize the end point and then realize that that person that we're looking at is us and uh, could be us in future, but we actually start making very small steps and changes towards that happening. I'd love to finish with the story of the flash mob yesterday, which is many years ago, I lived in Adelaide. I'm from Adelaide and I remember um, I actually worked for a festival down there, I worked um, for several years in festivals, which was absolutely wonderful. And I loved working with uh, all the different creative types and helping them really, you know, my first job was actually helping them write better copy for the guide um, because back then it was mainly a printed guide uh, so that people would attend their show so it's kind of like I'm still doing the same thing but I you know I've sort of pivoted towards more of a business sense to help you sell more of your products and services online so I remember sitting on the bus and I was heading into work and around that time flash mobs had started coming up they were becoming popular Uh, I think we'd even had a few as part of the festival and I remember being like, wow, wouldn't it be cool if um, just all of a sudden in the middle of all these people rushing off to work, there was just like some crazy colorful person with like a really big 80s style boombox. And they were almost like a bit like a, an 80s Pied Piper where they started, you know, cruising down the street, big music blaring and everybody started dancing and they just had a really fun time just to shake things up. And then almost like they disappeared again. And I put that as to side, went on various trips and holidays and ended up in the Byron region. Um, and I knew that the cassettes 
existed. I hadn't seen them yet, but this 80s dance troupe called The Cassettes existed because they did their rehearsals at the same time as my roller derby training. But at the time I was very focused on roller derby, but I really, once I knew about The Cassettes, I wanted to be part of them. And then a few years after I'd been living here, I saw them perform at a festival and I couldn't believe it because one of their big props at the time was a giant 80s boombox. And they had these beautiful, colorful costumes. They came out of the crowd. Uh, I can't remember what songs they danced to at the festival, but it's like, this is my dream come true. I'm actually watching it happen. And then fast forward a few more years, I joined the cassettes as just to, um, like to learn how to dance and to have a lot of fun. And then I became part of the flash mob. And then t yesterday at the Byron Farmers Markets, which was one of the first places 12 years ago when I moved up here, that I really started to enjoy this area. I was like, oh, I love going to the farmers markets on a Thursday, take my basket, get all the green leafy greens and some delicious treats. Uh, and then to turn up there yesterday we didn't have the big 80s boom box we do have a giant speaker that goes around on a sack truck but it was like a dream come true now that's over 12 years in the making and I didn't know it was going to happen but unconsciously I was taking steps towards that all the time and uh, who knew that it was going to happen and again if you talk about success for me with zero formal dance background, um, only a love of entertainment. <laughs> um, it was an actual dream come true to be performing for people, to be making people feel really great and to give that gift of dance and a little bit of a sparkle on a Thursday morning. So that was my story to make you realize that uh, what are the characteristics of that person? Well, it had to be someone who was willing to go to dance class, willing to turn up and just keep going and enjoying every moment without realizing at the time I was actually taking these small steps forward to performing and actually living a dream that I had had many years ago. So I wanted to share with you that also because it did take a lot longer than a year, but that's 100% okay because often these things do. But if anything, once you've got that idea of what those results that you want, your version of success, remember it can, doesn't have to be anyone else's, your version of what you want those results to be, start thinking about those characteristics of that person as you move towards it and what do they need to be doing? What do they need to be thinking? Is there any little small incremental adjustments that you could make just in terms of the way that you think about yourself and believe in yourself and think about the world that will help you get there? Whether in a year, whether in 12 years, it's still going to happen. This has been a wonderful year of real fabulous marketing. I hope to return uh, in 2023 with some more interviews as well as solo shows. If you've got anything you'd love for me to share on, I am always open to having a chat about that or sending me a message. But until next time, until we meet again in 2023, have a fabulous break. I hope that you have one and you've got your out of office assistant on for it. And of course, stay fabulous. Hey there. 
I so hope you enjoyed this episode of Real Fabulous Marketing. I made it with you in mind. I was thinking about you while I recorded it. So I'd love to know what you thought of it. Come on over, find me on Instagram and send me a message. I'm at Miranda Ivy Media. And if you'd love for some practical and also quite easy ways to show up as the fabulous expert that you are, then sign up to my free seven-day expert visibility challenge. You just need to head on over to mirandaivy.com forward slash expert. And then I'm going to send you a whole bunch of daily prompts to start sharing your fabulous self with the world. Until next time, stay fabulous.